Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drewski. And I have my very favorite, well, very favorite. Does that sound, is that right? My highly favored. Not highly favored. <laughs> I have my wonderful cousin in the building. Well, on the podcast, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> the Harry Clark. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. It feels great to be here. And um, just to let you know, yes, the Carrie Clark is uh, trademarked and copyrighted. So, yes. Oh, all right. Let the people know now. Yes, honey. Let the people, <laughs> let the people know. Um, so, it's been a while since you've been on here, I think. So, well, I, I guess we need to say what you've been up to. But I guess I'll say, because we, we went to Dallas a few weeks ago. So, Yay. how was Dallas for you, even though we was together like half the time? <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is an experience. I mean, you know, that's that's actually my third time going. So it, it was fun. You know, we had a good time with one of our dear friends for his birthday, and I think um he enjoyed himself. So it was good. It was good to, you know, just be out there, you know, let your hair down a little bit and just, you know, have fun. Right. Definitely was it was definitely fun. And he was definitely surprised to see us. Yes, he was. He was well, we on his door. It was a whole um, experience, but we made it. Yes, yes. <laughs> we definitely absolutely. made it to that place, um, um, which was uh, quite interesting. But and you know, <laughs> obviously, since we just took a trip, I thought it was only fitting that we'll talk about what's actually going on right now in the world with these airlines. Well, specifically, I guess Southwest. Uh, spirit and frontier, it seems like they're having a bad week. So, for anyone that doesn't know what's going on in the world, it seems like over the Christmas holiday that um, these airlines was impacted with uh, <laughs> with drama, we'll say. With drama. A lot of flights were canceled. People were stranded in a in the airport for days, you know. And it was just these three um, airlines that I guess were. What do you call it? I don't want to say downplayed, but what do they call it? Like they they were grounded for some reason. They were unable to move, and obviously, it's going all around social media. It's been on the news that these airlines suck, and I suck. So my so this is the this is the question I want to pose, right? Because let's keep it real, especially like in our world, most of the people would say, uh-uh, I don't fly fucking frontier, I don't do spirit. <laughs> no, I don't I know the girls fly southwest. I do know that the they like their two free bags. Come on okay. now. Yes. <laughs> so I don't Listen, like we southwest. love a good bargain, right? Because them them checking bags be high, so <laughs> right. I know how that be. Right. So I'm, I, I was more so amazed that so many people were actually there posting these videos because from what I experienced, we don't do Frontier and, and Spirit. So what's going on? I guess they got to stay in business somehow, huh? Absolutely. Well, somebody's somebody. I guess somebody is booking the flights. Right, somebody definitely is going, so, you know. 
Right, so why are people lying? You know, people, you know, like to look better than they actually do. Y'all know y'all. Y'all know y'all get them bargains. Listen, the first time I went to Dallas, I was flew out. You know, okay, flew out. City girls, what's up? Carisha, please. Um, What's it called? I was flew out via spirit. And besides, you know, the tight-ass bucket seats and, you know, me feeling like, you know, what's it called? I was in a colleagues-only section. It was, what's it called? It was actually an okay, you know, flight. It was an okay flight. Yeah. It was no- right. And I can honestly say, like, I flew when I was buying a home in Atlanta. I was flying back and forth. And anyone that's from, so the part of New York I resided in was Long Island. So we had our, our own airport there. And they flew right from Long Island to Atlanta. So it was just easier easier for me to go to that airport as opposed to going to JFK or Kennedy, I mean, or LaGuardia. Right. So a lot of times I flew right out of from Long Island on Frontier. And I never really had an issue. I think maybe it was a delay maybe once or twice okay. purchasing the home. But um, other than that, it was fine. But, you know, people went online and they explained that they start talking about hubs and all of this shit and blah, 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 blah. But I just feel like, why are people getting so mad at the ticket agent people? Why do people always direct their anger at the people that can't do shit? <laughs> because they're right there. They're in front of mm. them. And, you know, they feel like that's the face of, of but, who they're confronting. But we have to normalize and make, we have to normalize that these people cannot do anything. And you know, at a certain point in your life, right? Because the people that I've seen, these are people with children. They clearly look there in their thirties and their forties, some even their fifties. They are older people. So you should know better that these people can't do anything. They're just getting orders from the top, like, oh, the flight is canceled. That's all the information that we have. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we have to move forward. But I do feel like it is kind of a little crazy to tell somebody oh, we're canceling your flight the 24th and the next flight's not to the 28th. Like, what are they supposed to do for four days? And then you're right. telling them we're not giving out vouchers. Can you imagine? Yes, that's respectful. It truly right. is. That's, that's but, disrespectful. But, you know, I'm a person about time. Like, my time is so important to me. Excuse me, so if it was me, and they said, hey, listen, four days. All right, bitch, I'm not standing in no line for three and four hours. I am getting the fuck out of there. So if I have to rent a car and drive where I have to go to, or if I have to go get me a hotel room and stay in that hotel room for four days, that's what a bitch is going to do. I don't have time to be sitting in these lines arguing with these people about why this flight is canceled and why is it going to take four days. You know these bitches don't fly every day. Why are y'all acting <laughs> up? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you know, I feel like people who probably... I don't know. I can't really say that because I feel like, you know, I've seen a mixture of everybody up at uh, doing the stuff that's been happening. Uh, I've seen everybody, but I feel like people probably who do fly normally or regularly or the regular, you know, they probably know that okay, this is there's not something to stick. This is something a person cannot do, and right. I'm not going to stress out about it because I know how the system works. Right. So I'm not going to waste my breath. Or waste my time and stuff like that. But you know, it's a lot of times it's the people who don't probably normally even do it on the regular, and they're just like, "Oh my god, da, da, da. you know." They they they're the ones who probably are the ones because they don't they don't know shit, you know. Like it's just like you know, you know, it's kind of like new money. Like okay, like yeah, you got like mm. you know, oh, you're just getting used to that. It's like oh, okay, 
So what you're basically saying is these bitches are used to being on mega buses and Chinese buses, <laughs> and now they got a little bit of coin. So they're like, oh, bitch, I can get this $80 spirit ticket to go to Florida for the week. If All right. Yeah, exactly. I that's basically that's okay. right. Like, what's it called? Spirit is literally the mega bus in the air. Because, you know, even with... Oh, Because, <laughs> I mean, even with... Uh... Buses now, like shit, they got luxury buses that go down to DC right. and all that shit now, like the jet and shit. That should cost like two hundred dollars just to right. The, the jet is expensive, right? And for any other people that's listening, that's not in the state of you know where the jet is. It's predominantly if, if they travel from New York City to like Washington DC. Um, I think they do stop in Philadelphia and a few other places. Like I don't think they go that far yet. So right. maybe they'll come to your city soon. <laughs> maybe that's what I said or it could just be you know on the northern hemisphere you know right and like you said the jet has like the one the one seaters now where it's just you by yourself and you have your little charger it's like a, it reclines and everything and you're on a bus right like you said that ticket is expensive it's not like you going you know down to Canal Street bitch getting a trip from New York City to Atlanta for 1995 that's right. not what's happening you know what I mean? <laughs> But, right, bitch. Seeing Chung Lee come out the bathroom. Absolutely. Ooh, not Chung. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I can't. But I, I just wanted to bring it up very briefly because I felt like it was just crazy, all the different videos that I was seeing. And I think that you, now that you said that to me and put perspective into the conversation for me, because I feel like, like you said, probably a lot of these people are first-time flyers. And then obviously there's some people that just care. They just have to complain and say what they need to say, and still nothing's going to actually take place. Right. So I think that you made a, va- a valid point there. Right, but now you know what? The DOT is investigating and stuff. Oh, they are? Yeah, the DOT is really upset. The Department of Transportation is uh, saying that this is you know, very harmful, that the large percentage of Southwest flights have been canceled. They were saying like, this is something in history has never been done. Right, that's an issue. That's a problem. So, apparently, this, yeah. they're really gonna do like extensive research and see what is going on. Well, for the people that can't, I wasn't gonna bring this up, but I'll say it really, really fast. Someone kind of explained it, and I don't know this to be true, but someone explained it like the difference between a Southwest and a Delta is because Delta has a hub, and so, so Delta's hub is Atlanta. So, meaning that. All of their flights, so their main place is Atlanta. So if Delta flies, let's just say somebody's flying from New York City to Nebraska, right? If you're flying Delta, more than likely Delta might fly you from New York in Atlanta, Atlanta, then from Atlanta to Nebraska. Right. Whereas Southwest would just fly you from New York to Nebraska. But now once once the flight from New York to Nebraska gets canceled, there was another flight using that same plane from Nebraska going to wherever it's going. Now that flight is canceled. Then that same plane is canceled. So they don't have a hub where they can back up another flight and say, okay, wait, wait, okay, we can rearrange this and grab another plane, X, Y, Z. So that's why they had so many issues with with canceling all of these flights. Yeah, I I saw that. Yeah, there should be a TikTok. Yeah, I did see that. So, and I said it actually is very logical. Actually, think about it. Right. I mean, they're cutting costs. Obviously, I understand. That's why their flights are probably so much lower, and right. why they have they're the only airline with free bags because they're cutting so much cost as opposed to having these hub this hub station where there's planes just probably just sitting there. 
right. and waiting to just be moved. But, you know, I, it's probably a lesson learned, and I hope everyone makes it to their destinations, and hopefully everyone is safe and all of that. Yes. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next topic. So I'm going to say this is spoiler alert. We're going to talk about the best man, right? So if you have not seen it, you might want to fast forward. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I we did watch the whole show. We're going to talk about the whole entire show. And I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, so I'll kick it off. So the best man came out in 1999, the first best man. Um, do you know the month it came out? I meant to look it up. I forgot. Um, I don't. You said what? October, right? October of, of 1999. October 22nd, 1999. Oh, wow. You was just about to turn 12. <laughs> I, was I? <laughs> Absolutely, oh, you're right. I was yeah. just on the Oh wow! I, I, was, I was 13. <laughs> oh wait, I get a. You know what's so crazy? Like, okay, like being 12, but actually remembering watching The Best Man is insane. Like, what was I doing watching The Best Man as well? Grown ass. Okay. Um. So just have a little a memory moment, I guess. Back in the day. So I don't really recall watching The Best Man. I know I saw it when I was around that age. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't... I mean, clearly I didn't go to the movie theaters to see it because who was taking me? <laughs> my parents, you know what I mean? So I didn't see it in the theaters. I probably ended up seeing it on HBO or something once it came to regular TV. It's probably when I actually saw it. But I don't recall like being like stuck to it or like, oh my God, this movie is so good or whatever the situation was. Because um, I guess because I was just not an adult. Right. So I thought that that was important to say. So going into, well, I don't, do you want to talk about anything with the, with the before the two, the two installments before this final one? Um, I can say probably the same thing. As I was younger like that, I never thought that the best man um, would be the movie that we would be at in 2022 going into almost 2023 i would never thought we would be here right um because the first one just to me wasn't like oh my god yeah definitely, definitely you know that's what it is but um what i will say is the second film bringing the cast back together i think i think it's the magic of the cast honestly it really is it's the magic of the cast they're just really great people and really great actors and it's the magic of them and the second film to me was so pivotal because the second film showed them coming back together it showed uh friendship and right. uh, love and definitely mia's story which was the most heartbreaking uh the cancer you know her cancer and you know that definitely hits right. close to home and stuff like that that's like that was a very big Part. So I definitely think the second movie definitely levitated. Then I think the second movie was better for understanding as that came out in 2013. So right. at that point, you know, now at that point, what 2013, I'm what at that point, uh 26, I think. Mm -hmm. About 26 years right. old. Right. So I got, you know, you get a better understanding. Like, you know, like right. okay, you know, I got a better understanding of this and their friendship group and all of that. So yeah, I'll say that. 
Wow, right, because if you think about it. So what I was going to say, right, so going back, watching the first one, I didn't think that the first one, if, like, even watching it over, I don't see where it needed a sequel. But I feel like the sequel came because people wrote into sequels then, like how they wanted a Bad Boys 3, and how they wanted, like, people wanted more of the the older movies to come back because it was a new time, and you know what I'm saying? So I feel like... right. In a way, that's kind of why the movie kind of came back. I don't know if it was like, I don't think nobody was like, oh, we need a best man too. You know what I mean? I don't think I heard anyone ever say that. Just happened because of the times that we were in and people, like I'm saying, like back in the day. I'm Like when it happened, yes. But I feel like back when it happened, when the film came out, it was like, oh, okay, whatever. It's almost like soul food. Like people, Say they wanted to, but it's not really that much of a soul food too that people really, really want. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you know what's so crazy? I guess soul food, I guess they feel like, because that's what I would think. I would think maybe soul food would, I could see that movie actually getting that type of treat. It could have gotten that treatment that the best man got, actually. I they could have kind of got that, but I think they feel like soul food kind of got wrapped up because they end up giving them a series, really. Right, right. And it kind of went on and on and on, so... Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so we'll move on to the the final chapters. So, what do you think? <laughs> um, I, I thought the final chapters was excellent, and it's so crazy because you know sometimes when you do these sequels and um things like that, um they don't always come out right. Like, you know, just like The Best Man Holiday, I thought that was the perfect, like you said, it wasn't needed, but it was the perfect sequel. Right. Like, I'm like, oh my God, this is perfect. So the final chapters, it could have fell flat, but I love how it was summed up because I'm like, oh, okay, I thought we just were going to get my third movie. I know they were talking about doing a third movie and that was going to be the last thing, but I love the fact that I'm like, oh my God, we got eight one-hour episodes. Like, that was fucking brilliant. Right. <clears throat> like right. eight hours of extra content with these characters who are so rich, so superb, so uh problematic. So, you know, it just it like it just it you know, it it, it made you laugh to me. Some points of the uh the, of it made me a little emotional. It really made me cry, but made me a little emotional. Right. It it was just it was the perfect wrap up for that series to me. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that it was definitely, I think it was definitely, it was really, really, really good. I was like, a, it was a good watch. I felt connected to the characters, even though, like I said, when I was young, you know, there was a, I was a young child at the time. And so now to like look at them and then be inspired, like you said, to like, um, to be able to relate to certain topics on the show and then like some, some topics were emotional. Like you said, not crying, but it was like, wow, okay. And like, okay, I can see myself in this character. Like, it was like, oh, wow. I, I thought it was a really good watch. Of course, there were some parts I did not like that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> but um, overall, I think it's a good watch. You should definitely see it. I think you definitely will enjoy it, especially if you're a person, you know, if you're African-American. I feel like you definitely will enjoy it. Right. And that's what I appreciated about it is that it showed African-Americans 
just living our lives. Like, you know, just showing that we're regular people. Like, it's not always about mm-hmm. trauma. It's not always about, you know, uh, struggle and, you know, things like that. Just was showing them working, living, being regular people. That's it. Right. Right. I agree. Right. There was no type of, oh, bitch, I can't pay my bills. But I mean, I don't know. But that's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, so I think, <sighs> I don't know where to begin because I feel like so much happened. And I feel like I can't cover everything. I know it's hard to cover up because like I said, it was eight hours of, you know, that was eight right. hours of right. content. That's insane. So I think I'm going to start with the negative. Okay. So we can end on a positive because that's what I typically do. <laughs> you know, even in relationships, I try to start on a negative and then end with a positive. So I leave a positive thought in your mind. Um, so, what I'll say is, I feel like the negatives for me was I didn't really like. This is really jumping to the end of the, the damn thing, but I didn't like how uh, Harper, who is. Um, you know, he's the best man. I didn't like how his wife or ex, soon-to-be ex-wife Robin said to him that she was taking their child to Ghana and she expected him to be okay with it. And I was... And I'm sitting here like, wait, what? Now, granted, and I need some clarity because I'm like, did him and that, did him and Jordan sleep together or did they not? Like, it, it seemed like they were playing games with us and they wanted to tease us but not give us all the information. But right. whatever. But I felt like her just saying that, oh, I'm taking my child, we're moving to Ghana, you could come visit, as if this bitch was moving across the street. And I'm like... And then the friends are kind of supporting her. And I'm like, are y'all fucking crazy? Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't. What did you think about that part? Um, what I will say about that is that I don't agree with her taking the child away to Ghana. That's a different whole another continent. So I wouldn't agree with that. He's like, bitch, are you cr-? like, nah, like that ain't happening. Like, we right. can't co-parent from another continent. It's hard. It's hard enough to co-parent from another state. So, let alone that. But what I will say is that Harper messed that up because Robin had came to him, letting him know that she wanted to buy a restaurant in mm-hmm. Harlem. Right. She came to him, told him I wanted to do that. Harper kept putting her off to the right. side. If he would have just let her get that restaurant, she would have been happy and content. But he kind of blew it off. So Robin kind of <clears throat> felt like, you know, he never puts anything that I want to do first. He always kind of just puts me off to the side. Right. Okay, so you felt like that all could have been avoided had he did I mean, true, because I agree, but I also feel like at the same time, like, why don't you have your own money? Like, clearly you're going to farmer's markets and you're buying fresh, you know, stuff off the streets, and that stuff is not cheap. So I'm like, well, why can't you buy this building on your own? What is happening here? Like, why can't you say, I'm putting in an offer? I was a little confused by that part. Why did you need his approval? Or why did he have to do X, Y, Z? And maybe it was because he ran the household and the finances or whatever the situation may be. But I feel like, why couldn't you just say, I'm putting in an offer? Yeah, maybe that's why I think. I think it was that he runs the household and she was trying to get her husband to make the approval. She just didn't want to go ahead and go, oh, I brought it and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Right, right. And he told he was going to get to it. That's the thing, like, I'm going to get to it. 
I mean, would you have believed them? I wouldn't even believe them. So I was <laughs> like, wait, what? Right. And, and I really didn't like the fact that she was mad at Jordan. Like when the boy went missing and then they was all together and then like George, she saw Jordan and she just gave her this really ugly mean stare and I'm like, but bitch, what did she do to you? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I think that she just felt like, you know, Jordan, like, okay, I'm we're in this friend group together now. Right. And I know you and Harper have some type of sort of history or whatever, but I just would think you would kind of do better now, now since we have become friends. You know, okay. so for y'all to still kind of be doing this type of shit, and I think she kind of just felt like, all right, bitch, whatever. Like, you know, I'm good on you. Like, I'm good on you, bitch. Well, okay, so that's the part. I, maybe I missed that part because I realized that because there, there was something he wrote down. So that was the sex scene he wrote, right? Right. That was in the movie from when they were kids. Right. So what, I don't understand why she was comparing the two. Like, does she feel like he wanted to have sex with her or? I think so. I think, you know, Robin always kind of had an insecurity about Harper and Jordan and he didn't make it any better by, you know, writing a sex scenes and saying that that was his soulmate and stuff. He never made it better for what, what just showed me, what it showed me after I uh, did a rewatch of the first film and then the mm-hmm. second film was that Harper and Robin were never meant to be with each other, if we're being honest here. Like, they never okay. were on the same page, if you honestly looked at it. Right. They never were on the same page. They should have never been married. Okay. Okay, I can understand that part. That, that makes sense. But then it's partially your fault. Because, I mean, okay, so, like, if it was me and I'm in a situation and I'm talking to a guy who's he's clearly messed with this woman and they're friends, right? In no, in no way, I think I'm gonna come in here and move her out of the way, especially since they had such this, this wonderful connection and clearly they were friends. So to me, it's like you put it, you, you let. How do I explain this? You basically couldn't see past what you wanted, right? So you right. said, "Oh, I'm just gonna do it anyway." But then, in the end of the day, you you didn't end up staying with him. Like you wasted your time. Like. I don't know. I think it's just important for you to realize that if you get into these relationships with someone and they have friendships and they have this, more than likely that person's going to be around forever. And while I don't condone this, some of their behavior, but it makes sense for him to say, listen, we're friends now. If I want to take a walk with her in the park, I don't really see what the big issue is. Now, if you feel like that might be a problem for you, you should, probably shouldn't marry his ass. Right. That's what she should have never met. To me, it was always there even from the first movie. Right. Like, you look back at the first one, like, she should have never married him. Like, he literally married you because, or proposed to you because you saved him. You really, you you were the one who helped him when he did all that shit and revealed all that shit about what he did and Lance and stuff. So she was the one who kind of pushed him and said, no, save the wedding. So he felt like, oh, Robin, he felt like she was a safe choice. Robin has my back. Robin will be submissive. She'll succumb. She'll be my background. Jordan is not the type of woman who will play background to somebody. Right. As you see at the end of the movie when she said, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I love that part where she said, like, listen, I'll always be your friend, and if we end up being together, great. But I'm not paying second to no bitch. That's just not happening. Or to 
whatever you have going on. Right. Hmm. See, I said Harper wanted, he wanted safeness. He wanted somebody who would play background, who would support him. And see, he, he, because he never really supported Robert Beck. He tried to do it, you know, you saw within the series. Right. He tried to do it, finally show up and stuff like that. But he never really supported, he always wanted, he wanted a woman to make sure that they lifted him up. Always made sure he was up on that pedestal and stuff like that. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Right. She played the role until finally she started saying, well, I have dreams and aspirations too. No, I don't want to play the background. I don't want to do this anymore. This man is never going to change. Because maybe she thought, well, maybe one day eventually he'll change. You know, sometimes in relationships, you know, you think, unfortunately, I know you should never think that, but some people think that, like, you know, maybe he'll change eventually for me. Maybe he'll start to realize what I do for him. And he'll change. Right. Probably so, right. I mean, it's tough being in relationships. You know what I mean? I think it's difficult to navigate someone's emotions and their their dreams and their aspirations. And it's difficult to bring those two together and be supportive and also be present in the relationship. So it's definitely difficult. And then ultimately, like, it didn't work out for them. And I think it probably was for the best. But I still just can't get over the fact that the Ghana thing. That shit just threw me for a loop. I said, what? <laughs> she, she was inclined. She felt something that was reaching for her. And she wanted to move to Ghana. And I actually love the fact. Like I said, I don't think that that was great that she moved to the content. But I love the fact that Harper finally realized that when the daughter did what she did to that homeless man and gave it to him. And he saw that was what woke him up. Their daughter was the connection that woke him up and said, I don't want to break her spirit. Like, she's too much already like Robin. She's already like right. her mother. I don't want to break her spirit. If I fight through court and do all this stuff, we're going to go through a messy divorce. Our daughter now is going to have suffrage, and now she's going to have probably issues and trauma when she gets right. older. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. But then also on top of it, I think also, how did you someone's going to lose in a situation. So now you're not a present father because clearly he's not going there every fucking weekend. You know what I'm saying? So now her dad is pretty much absent a lot out of her life. I just think it was a selfish move of her to do for Robin to do when this child is so small. I think had she said, you know what? I'm going to wait till she gets a little bit older and do my own little thing. Then, then, so then, go ahead and do what you got to do. But I think that to me, it was very selfish to decide to move, and this child is starting fucking first grade. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think she was past first grade though. No, they said it. He was like, oh, oh she, remember he said at the in the uh, when they was at the mediation, he was like, oh, she's about to start kindergarten or first grade. He said, oh, okay. So clearly she was just about to start school and it was like, okay, that's why I want to give her whatever she wants. So it's like, well, uh, why are we doing this? But anyway, that was my take on what I wanted to bring up. So I'll let but, you bring up something now. If you I'm want. sorry. I, just one more sidebar with that, that. Sure. I felt like since Robin made so many sacrifices for Harper, that maybe Harper should have moved to Ghana. Mm, I mean, maybe he could have, but that's not where his bread and butter is. You know what I'm saying? Right, so. Like they said, like, like, uh, what's his name said? Um, what's his name? Damn, I hate, I can't, I hate that I don't know his character's name. Uh, Matt, what's his name? Mass Merch. Merch. Uh, Merch. Um, like he said, you can write from anywhere. 
<laughs> like, but you can literally do anything from anywhere nowadays and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I mean, you could. Like you said, go and support your family. Like, go I down there and do what you got to do. But I support you because we're together. I'm not going to go there because and we're, we're exes. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, okay, fine. Maybe for your child, that might make sense. But also, you can... So, to me, I would have kept the custody thing on the table. We would have to figure this shit the fuck out. Because there's no way you're going to Ghana. Absolutely not. He should have went to Ghana, though. I mean, he probably should have. But, you know, I'm going to stick beside him. I can <laughs> Okay, so what did, did you want to bring up something that you felt needed to be brought out in the movie? Um, I want to say my highlight was Quentin and Shelby. Oh, wow. Um, being a fact that I love writing, you know, I love screenwriting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Quentin and Shelby is an example of writers giving characters great buildups. Like characters that you never expected that you would end up liking the most. Mm-hmm. That's a great they're, they're, those characters are great examples of great character buildup. Because I never thought like from watching the first one, even the second, like oh Quentin is going to be a character I really like, or even Shelby. I was just looking at her as a side character, right, or whatever. Not really that much of a semblance or importance of the story, but the final chapters, the way they built their characters. I love them. At the end, they, they made me fall in love with Quentin and Shelby. I feel like I want a spinoff series with just them two. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay, so I, I mean, obviously, I don't have the same sentiment. I mean, I thought they were cool, but I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, to me, they're still side characters to me. I, I will say it did make me like Shelby a little bit more. It didn't seem like she was just a stuck-up asshole. I will say I do agree with that part. Right. But uh, I don't know. I know they, they touched a lot. They touched that. They first were just... Um, fuck they, buddies? They first yeah, just were just fuck buddies. She had his baby. She lied to him about it. Uh, lied to him for 10 years. <laughs> Even tell him that was his daughter. Right. They got married. Like He was first about to get married to another bitch. She came down to the wet to crash it. He truly didn't even want to let her go. He knew he really liked her chasing him. Right. Got together, got married. He went to his health crisis. All of that. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely came full circle. It definitely came full circle. Um, I like that about them, those characters. Someone had mentioned that, what was the girl name that he was going to marry? Condola? I mean, not Condola. Whoops. <laughs> oh, uh, Samora? Yeah, Samora. She, she was Samora. like... The, <laughs> they was like, did you check, check the connection? She was like, when... They was like, did you ever sleep with her? To Harper. And he was like, no. And like, they was looking at him crazy. And they was like, remember that he was married to her in Brown Sugar. So that's why they brought that up. And I was like... <laughs> I, was that like is oh. I can't. I said, okay, may, I guess maybe that's why they did that. I'm not too sure. I guess, yeah, that probably was like a little funny they wanted to do. Right. But, right. Right. Like, you sure you ain't sleep with her? <laughs> well, that's funny, but it's the same thing, because, I mean, Sanaa was in Brown Sugar, too. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, and then I, I thought, um, so for me, one of the highlights for me also was that, like, I really, so I feel like I identify with 
the Jordan character, except, bitch, you know, I'm not single. But, uh, <laughs> but I feel like I identify with her because I feel like she's very, like, driven. She's strong. She seems to have it, like, all together. My fa- like, one of my favorite shots was when she quit the job. And I'm like... I felt like that was so cheesy. Oh. You thought so? Yeah. So, it was, to me, it was my favorite shot when you saw everybody walking in a, in the city and I felt like she was walking and they had her in that bright red and she just stood out. And I said, to me, it just symbolized how I, like I'm making a bigger move. Like I'm still standing out in this big ass crowd. That's how I looked at it. Like, okay. like I'm still out here. I'm still going to do what I have to do to make sure I stand out. Even though I'm leaving a successful ass company, I'm still standing out. And to me, that's just what like that's what I took away from that scene. I will agree admit like the walking and all that was a bit much like, oh okay. But I loved the scene when the panther way when it was like showing her walking from the back. Okay. I, I just thought that I didn't like the cliche move of her just walking out of the middle of a meeting. I felt like I've seen that type of thing done within stories a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I guess they wanted to make a they needed to seem like she didn't give a F no more and whatever. At the top of my game, I could do what I have to do. Right, but the crazy <clears> thing <throat> is that she still works with them. She just is not in that position anymore. Well, right, right. She she kind of took a downgrade. Right. Because <laughs> I think, right, because I feel like they was like self-care is important. And I like that they touched on that as well. Like, we work, 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 and we're not taking care of ourselves. And we have to do things to make sure we're going to the doctor and make sure we're exercising and doing things for ourselves because you're not going to even be here because you'll be fucking dead, you know, slaving for these fucking companies. That's true. I agree. Um, I definitely agree with that sentiment. I definitely think the Jordan character is really important, too, uh, for as far as self-care and independence and, you know, standing for what you want and stuff like that, not falling into the typical catalyst of what they feel especially black women should be right right <clears throat> so i know people talked about the whole non-binary thing well how did you feel about that part being added um into the movie i think it's good for representation um representation points what i will say what i loved about how they how they did it I loved uh, that scene um, where where uh, Quentin called Jordan, actually. He was like, we got to talk about LJ. She's like, oh, my God, did you tell him? He's like, what's the call? She's like, he's uh, non-binary. He's like, non-binary? She's like, yeah, he's um, she said, he's not cisgender. He's like, who are you calling a sis? And he was filing his nails. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how they were just like, how they were cycling it and they were like, being so right. funny and like they're kind of letting you know at the same time what it really is. Like I thought that was such a great educational and funny moment at the same time. Right, right. I, what I will say is like for me, I I did think that it was needed for representation. Um, maybe just a, maybe, and this might just be just because I'm gay. I would have preferred him to like been gay as opposed to him be non-binary because I feel like. It confuses people, but I think also it is educational because it makes people understand, okay, so what is non-binary? So I don't really know what I identify as. Sometimes I feel like this, sometimes I feel like that, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like 
I don't know. I just would have preferred him to be gay as opposed to non-binary because I feel like I'm gay. So I just felt like I could have <laughs> more. Maybe that's just why I wanted him to be gay. Right, but I think I think they I think they were doing things to touch on each generation because rarely they come from generation. Their characters' ages are like really from Generation X. Right. Then you know you had to touch on stuff for millennials, and then you're kind of touching on this generation stuff. So non-binary is very strong with this generation's kind of things and stuff like that. Right. Right, which makes sense. And even they touched on the whole. I guess t- kind of on the Me Too movement as well. You know what I mean. So they definitely touched a few topics within this the series. Right. They, I think they wanted to touch base with everything and generational values and show you know just a learning experience. Like I said, because like sometimes when you're from j- different generations, you tend to not understand a lot of things and stuff like that. Like just mm-hmm. like you say, you feel like LJ should have been gay. People probably from the prior generation, even though they try to be more accepting, but they still sometimes don't even understand certain stuff. Right, right. So I think they just wanted to make sure everybody got a good understanding of everything. Right, I mean, I guess, and and you put that, you said that so well, because I feel like even for us, who grew up with it just being pretty much LGBTQ, and now we're adding, you know, I and A and all the rest of these letters that's coming into the equation, excuse me, and it's like, wait, what? And now I have to, you know... Say okay, well, I understand it because you know. Let's be honest. When somebody said, "Oh, I identify as they them," you know, I think for most of us who are in our generation, we're like, "Wait, what?" Like, I'm. It's like, and then it's like, if I don't call you day, am I wrong? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm. I get confused by those too, honestly. So I, right. I still get confused by because I don't know why I'm calling somebody they because they to me is always supposed to be a group, and so and it's plural, right? Plural, right? <laughs> So I'm like, I'm not understanding why I'm calling one person they. That's very weird to me. I, sometimes I, when I say that, I'm like, I want to ask, like, do you have a twin or is there somebody behind you? Shut the, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I cannot deal with you. But, but you are right because I think it's it is confusing. And I think that it's important that people educate. Just like I think with our generation educating people, like, listen, this is how we want to be treated. We want to be accepted and blah, 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 and X, Y, Z. Like, I am a gay black man and you need to respect my space, blah, 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 blah. So if you want to identify as non-binary or whatever you identify as, people should be respectful of what you're saying to them. And if you want me to call you day, bitch, I will call you day, okay, if that works for you. Right. Right. Don't get mad if I do say he or she. That's just my only thing. You can't get mad at people if they do say he or she. Because it's not, they're not used to saying that. Just like even with me, like even when I talk at work, a lot of times I don't say spouse. I'll say wife or husband. But sometimes it could be two women. And it could just be like, oh, this person's wife. But I'm just saying, oh, her husband. I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know if that's her wife or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, so. I think, like I said, I think it, it did. It did a good job explaining. So I think they were good with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, so do you think that they could do another part, or you think they should just leave it? Um, they could do another part, but I, like I said, I, I, I feel like this. I, I can take it. I can take it as it is. I can. Mm-hmm. I feel like they summed it up perfectly. Honestly. 
Yeah, that's what I said too. I fucked it because it looks like they ended in about two thousand twenty-five. Two thousand twenty-four. Four. Right. Um, so I guess right. I in a way, I guess we could just leave it there. I think if they was to come up with something else, um, people would well, bitch, is this the final one? Because this is final chapters. Right. So, <laughs> right. Or not gonna give us another eight, or what's gonna happen? But I feel like because it's so successful, I wonder if they will come back and say, hey, well, you know, it's been, it's, it did really, really well. Maybe we should look into making this a series. What do you guys think? You know what I mean? I feel like that might potentially come up. And then I guess it's up to the creators to decide if they're going to move forward. Well, you know, Terrence Howard said this is his last hurrah. Uh, yeah, right. I did hear him say that. Right. Uh, but, I, I mean, I thought he was in need of money. I can't. I don't know he's in need of money. I mean, he said this is his last hurrah. You know, I think sometimes people just talk just to talk. Okay. <laughs> but who knows? I'm just little old me. You know what I mean? I can't. I'm just little old me. Well, if it is the last uh, installment, I will say bravo to the cast. Bravo to Terrence, Nia, Tay, Sanai, Regina. Um, I don't know Merch's character name, uh, but, you know, your, your your character and Melissa and even my uh, Monica Calhoun, I'll give you two, girl. You and that too. But you know what's the call? Y'all were fantastic. Thank you so much for giving us great quality black content. Oh, Malcolm Lee, the the director as well, uh, giving us black great uh, quality content for the uh, last twenty four years. Bravo to you guys. Yes, come on now. Give them give them people a round of applause. Yeah. All right. Like give them a good round of applause. And hopefully we'll oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. I was like, hopefully we'll see them soon in the future. Right. And I, I was gonna say, because I was on Twitter, just a, another sidebar from just one last thing I wanted to say from sure. the series. Somebody had wrote on Twitter that they felt like why was it never? How did they move on and be so cool and casual that the fact that Merch was with Shelby for seven years and him, and Quentin and Shelby got together and they were so cool about it? Hmm. Well, I think so. You know, from I think men are a little bit different, so I think men don't hold on to things, and I think he never really probably wanted Shelby to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for him it probably was just like whatever like do you you know what I'm saying Right. and they were able to coexist and just move forward and I guess because their friendship meant more to them than the woman taking like between for that woman to get in between them and break up their friendship okay okay I see that do you agree uh, I can see, I can see that. Yeah, I, 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 I think the same thing. I think that it just him and Shelby didn't fit. Like it's like they tried it, they didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, and then it, it is what it is. It happened that way. And like you say, you know, the parties involved were mature about it. Sometimes, sometimes I think it just it takes maturity too, right? Because you know, it's like you know, it's one life to live, and you know, it's like sometimes it just takes maturity and just saying, hey. It's, as well as I, like you said, I really do love. He's like my brother. We love each other. We're not letting nothing like this get in the way between what we have and stuff like that. So, do you think that? Okay, so that's a good question to pose, and even to the people that's listening. If so, if someone you knew was dating, or let's say got married to, were they married? No, they were just yeah, they were, ma- they were married. Quentin oh, and Shelby. 
Okay. Yeah, I got married. They were married. So if the if the person was married to the person, and this person is your good friend or whatever, and then they break up, and this person is your soulmate, do you feel like you would go for it, or would you be like, nah, I can't do that because that's my friend or that's my whatever? Um. I don't know. It's so crazy because, you know, people think of like the owner should be the bro code or the girl code. So it's so hard. Uh huh. It's so hard to say that, but I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard. It's like, oh, I love you, Because now it's like, nowadays you just be like, I don't know. You just try to live life. Like, you know, you can't really think or care about certain things and stuff like that. Well, and maybe it's what happens is like you have to. I feel like when it's like open, it's kind of like what. So for me, I'm very certain that I would be like, no, there's no way it's happening. Absolutely okay. not. But I feel like when you put people's names on it, maybe it might change certain situations. You know what I mean? So, like, for instance, let's say, I don't know, let's just say, I don't, who could we say? Okay, let's just say. Right. So let's just say Travis and Antoine broke up, and now Antoine is like, "Hey, I'm trying to see what's good with you." Do you you say, "Oh wow, Um, okay, so y'all never been married, but what do you do?" You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you did start to like him? Do you Uh... feel like you would be able to say, "Travis, look." Bruh, like, do you have to pass that by him, or do you just start smashing? And the next thing you fall in love, and we calling you Portia Williams. <laughs> I cannot not Portia Williams. Come on now, but Charlie, we're not really friends. Let me stop. <laughs> they weren't, but she was in her house a few times. Um, no, I think something like that would would uh, would own a conversation. Okay. Right. Just because of how close, you know. Okay. If we're talking about my, if we're talking from me, my perspective, like I, I was like, oh, I have to have a conversation with him because we are, you know, we, we talk and we're, you know, regular with each other and we're friends. So I got to give him that conversation if I ever did decide to even cross that line. So what if he didn't give his blessings? Would that change things or would it be? I like- think it would change. It would change. Yeah. It would change things. I, I, obviously, it, I, not obviously, it honestly would. No, but this is things. we're saying like this is your soulmate. We won't even we won't even say them per se. Let's just say this person is your soulmate. This was your friend, and now this person is your soulmate. You know this is your soulmate, but your friend says no. I think that you shouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And that's a, that's a tough one. It really is. Okay, tough. I think if. If I'm going by like a person just wants to call, I'm like, you know, because I wouldn't want to even be, be that. <laughs> I would want to be the type to come off that way. Like, bitch, well, listen, bitch, you know, I'm, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. I mean, it's it's me, bitch. Like, I'm doing what right. the fuck I want to do. I mean, if that's how I feel, I'm doing it. That's how I feel. Like, bitch, right. like, hey, whatever. It comes off kind of nasty and stuff. But. I, yeah, I think if it's for somebody, if you know you really have a genuine deep connection, you have a love, even if your friend says, I don't give my blessing, I think if you kind of give an explanation, like, oh, no, it's not just like a, some type of hit and run and or something crazy, like, we actually kind of feel each other. I don't I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a tough situation. It's a tough spot. It's definitely a tough spot to be. Right. 
And I, <laughs> I think for me, it's easy for me to say no, only because I would say with most of my friends and people that I definitely care about, most of their significant others, I'm not sexually attracted to. And I right. also know the ins and outs of some of the relationships. Right. So for me, it's easy for me to look at that person a certain way and be like, oh, well, why would I ever date you when I know you did blank? So for me, it's easy for me to be like, oh, I'm not even crossing that line. Like, even if a friend of a, even if a friend's boyfriend said to me, no, we could just get down. No, bitch, we are not fucking. There's no way. There's too many other people out here. Now, I think if it, if it happened in error, like meaning like, okay, say your friend was dating somebody, you never met the boyfriend. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, that's my ex. Maybe that's something completely different. I didn't know you was with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's completely different. And it's almost like, like when I first met David and I remember like, like the first person I kind of introduced him to was, was Dane. And Dane was like, oh, I know him. And the first thing I said was, did you fuck him? And, oh my God, you're so damn crazy. And he was like, no, bitch. And I was like, oh, okay, thank God. Because if he did, it probably, it, it wouldn't have went any further. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be like, oh no, because... You're, I hate to say you're used goods, but at the, in that way, you've been in a circle. So for me, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Sanabo. I'm good on you. <laughs> right. But that, that was a good um, thing that you brought up. That I like that. I, I do wonder the audience, what they think, and I think you should send me your um, your answers. Yes. Yeah, the Drew presents one at gmail.com. Let me know what you would do. Touch on that. Right. What would you do? Would you say yes or would you say no? Um. Okay, there was something else I was going to say about the damn thing before we left the topic, and it completely left my brain. This is why I should have wrote it down. Um. Guys, don't forget to support Black content. Best Man, final chapters on Peacock. Let these white folks know that we show up and we show out. Right. They be thinking that, you know, what's the, they be thinking, you know, we don't watch stuff and we don't want good quality things. No, we watch our shit. We like our shit being put. We want quality, though. Give us quality like that. Right, right. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Regina. Because I felt like we didn't really speak about Regina Hall. Um, and she's one of the biggest stars on that cast. But I was going to say was I feel like her role was, while it was important, and I don't think, I'm not trying to take anything away from her from her, um, her character, but I felt like she almost played the back in a way. <laughs> like, it was very, like, one note. Like, granted, she had some funny shit she said on there, because she definitely had some funny parts. But to me, it wasn't really, and maybe that's what you were saying when we was having our um, conversation off-air, was about how if she had not got with him, there would have been no need for her to be on the cast. Like it would have been like no need for her to be there. Right. Right. I I felt like like I said, I felt like they they upped Regina last minute because who she became. Okay. Like I said, because I feel like you know, well, first of all, they I, they probably didn't even know. Like I said, they were gonna even ever make a sequel. But like I said, I do. I definitely don't think that Regina's character was significant to the story in the beginning. Anyway, like yeah, Merch met her, or whatever. But I don't think they would have kept if Regina had become a big star. They wouldn't have kept her character with Merch. They probably just would have found him a new wife or something like that. 
Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Hmm. Okay, but that's what I wanted to say about her. We love Regina's funny ass. Yeah, Regina is she's hilarious. Like you said, definitely, um, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, person on that cast is probably Regina and probably Tay. <laughs> Regina and Tay are probably the biggest ones right. on the cast. And that's what I was gonna say too. Do you think? That's the reason why he was missing from so many episodes because he was filming All American. Probably that's what I was thinking. I think it was because he was filming All American. Okay, that's what I figured too. Because I was like, "Well, damn!" Because he was on like two episodes or three. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think no, he was he was on a whole series. He he missed no, he missed like one episode. I think it was like one or two episodes he missed. But yeah, it must have been yeah, uh, four and five. Yeah, or three and four. I can't remember. Right. Okay. Yeah, was, that's why. But that's he was in the phone like Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, okay. So if we're gonna, I'm gonna end the topic on the best man. So if you guys want to start back listening, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, we're coming to the end of the year. 2022 is about to come to a close. Yes. And it's like. Wow. Okay. The years are definitely moving. So, since the year is closing, what are some highlights you had for 2022? I'm going to say one that just popped in my brain now. I would say the fact that Yeah. The fact that I became a licensed fourth parent. Aww. That's one of my highlights, yes. I love that. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Um, For me, if we're talking about personal, uh, personal, personally, yeah, for me, probably would be me getting uh a newer apartment like i was already an apartment but getting a newer apartment that actually fits me and person my personality and i got some appliances i want and stuff i mean you know i do wish it was a a little more bigger but i mean it works for me like i said so i'm i'm happy so i think getting my apartment was definitely my highlight and i love it and i love you know like just you know just i'm happy to be in a place that I can call home and I can walk around however way I want to want to go. I want to be in my birthday suit and or whatever. Like it's good. So yeah. Yeah. come on now. If he <laughs> wanna be down for the Oscar. Let me see. <laughs> okay, let me see. What else am I uh which one of the highlights for me? Um you know, I was actually just looking at a photo of me in February of 2022. And my hair that's when I started to started to grow my hair. My hair was so short. I was like, oh my God, that's how short my hair was? Like, I mean, granted, I know I didn't have a lot of hair, but I always kept it pretty low. But to see like me now, and I'm like, yo, my hair grew really a lot from when I first started growing it. And you kind of don't notice, like you notice that it's growing, but it's like, wow, all right. Cause you know, <laughs> I had a few styles now and had braids. I done had, you know, some twists. I done did a few things to this head that I'm trying to figure out. But I I did say I was going to cut all of it off and for my birthday in 2023. Like, I was Why? like, ah. 
Um, it's a lot to maintain because I feel like it's like you gotta skip, you know, grease your scalp and oil scalp, scalp and wash, condition, wear bonnet to bed and put a scarf on. It's like it's a lot to maintain hair because you want to make sure that it looks good and it's healthy and it's not falling out and all. It's like it's a lot. You know, right. I I say this, but I feel like I'm gonna get there and be like, no, I want to give it one more year. <laughs> Probably so. But we'll see what'll happen. Probably so. We'll see. Yeah. It does. It looks good. It does look good. Like you said, the progression of it has been insane. So that's good. Right. Right. Yeah. You have another. Um. Myself personally, uh, I think. For me, is getting out of um, kind of coming to a a happier place in my mm-hmm. development, and uh, for like just because I know last year I dealt with a real heavy uh, spouts of depression because I, you know, it was a lot of major life events that were happening in my life for 2021, right? And it was all happening at the same time, and that never happened to me where just uh, everything is happening at one time so I dealt with a lot of loss last year and uh it put me in a really dark place one of the darkest places I think I've ever been in and I think this year uh you know slowly but surely I have come to a better place like you know it's like slowly I'm starting to see the light like I feel like at the end of the tunnel like it's like I still like you know, some of the dark is still here a bit, but the light is coming at the end of the tunnel like much better. I'm starting to see it better. Come on and shine through. <laughs> I get. I'm just saying, you just gotta. You do. You have to rarely. You know, that's why we, what we were talking about, even when we were just talking about the best man final chapters. Also, you know, you just have to really maintain and have self care and just do what you got to do. Right. I just even thinking about. I even think about the story of Twitch. I think that is so sad. Yeah. That Twitch, you know, on television, he seemed like he was such this, he was such a fun guy. He always was smiling, always laughing, always dancing. And to know that he probably had so much pain and what he what no one know, knew what he was even going through. Right. It's just crazy. That's what so you have to really, we have to do our best to take care of ourselves. And we really have to check up on people. That's really the most important yeah. thing to just checking up on people. You definitely do. You're definitely right about that. Um, you're definitely right about that. Yeah. And I'm definitely glad you're in a better space. I, you know, obviously I can see it. I can tell that you're in a different space. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm proud that you're doing a lot better and you decided to like take care of yourself and let some of those dark things go and see some light, you know. Definitely proud of you for that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I thank you very much. Still a work in progress though. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so let me see. Someone else. Oh, of course. Like the fact that I closed on a new house. I forgot all about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> so February of 2022, we closed on, um, you know, our second house that we own. You know, so crazy. I thought I thought that you had that shit like longer than February. That's so crazy. Oh my god. I know. Which, and the funny thing is, you was here. <laughs> Right, that's crazy. You, you was definitely at my house because you helped me move. And yeah. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, February first is when we closed on the house, and um, in New Jersey, and 
Yeah, that was definitely like a whew, thank God for interest rates being cheap then, or low then I should say. Um so it was definitely a highlight. No, something else I was gonna say. Oh, the fact that I like to like it's so crazy because now that I'm Oh, I'm about to be 37. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but being like, I feel like me turning 36, a switch just went because, like, the ability to, like, I've always been pretty outspoken when it comes to like things that I do with people. Right. Um, but like, even in my job, like, I'm, I'm so outspoken now. Everyone's like, oh my, and I'm standing up for other people and, no, 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 I feel like that's not right. I will speak to upper management. Like, I always feel like I was always like, oh, I'm not going to say much. I'm going to just play the back. But now it's like I constantly want to say something or make sure that I'm being heard. And it's just, uh, it's something about getting old that you just be like, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't really care. You just take it. And you look, I, listen, keep that bullshit over there. I don't care what you got going on over there. But this is what I'm doing over here. End of discussion, you know? I love that. So I love, I love that. Evolving. You know, just, uh, I think the older we get, the less things become tolerable. Like, you just don't tolerate bullshit. Right. Right. Or, you know, you become too old for this shit. It's so crazy, like, the things that now, as you get old, you're just like, I'm just too old for that bullshit. Like, please. Exactly. Like, we're, I'm not dealing with that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, right. <laughs> there's no way. Or, or even you see people arguing because I saw somebody on TikTok arguing with their boyfriend about him wanting to go to the club, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> like at this stage, like if if my the person that I'm dating or whatever the situation was, why would I be mad that you're going to the club? Like, listen, okay. I blame Blueface and Christian. Like, cause this is a mess. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, why do you blame them now? Because you know, I feel like <laughs> oh, the toxic relationship. Yeah, I, you know what? I feel like toxic relationships have literally been the highlight of 2022. It is insane how much toxic relationships have become like this huge hit. Right. Like it's just like everybody's in love with them. Like, everybody's in love with arguing with their their mate. Everybody's in love arguing with them constantly. Oh, this person cheated. Oh, da da da. Like it's like. People are it's obsessed with toxicity now. Yeah. And that's not good. It's not good for you at all. And, like, granted, yes, you're in a relationship. You might have your little thing. Okay, whatever, whatever. But you should not be doing certain things that are happening, like exposing sex tapes online, arguing online, and then taking your teeth out. And sh- what is going on? <laughs> right, beating each other um, down and stuff. I'm like... Right. Damn, I can see that would have been a hit if this shit, well, you know, social media was around back in the day. Right. I'm like, first of all, first thing, and it's no shade, but I feel like the first thing he should have done was took that bitch to Heavenly Smiles or something. Get that bitch to fix. <laughs> what is going so on? Through. I can't. <laughs> Why is this woman walking around with one tooth or a tooth missing? Whatever. You are an idiot. I can't. Like, I don't understand, but it's like people feed off of that and it's like, they like the fact that she'll take her tooth out and it's funny. Like, right. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't get it either. I really don't. <laughs> Cause at first, a lot of times I just would ignore even seeing that. Right. Who they even were. I'm like, who the hell? Like I know Blueface. You know, I've known him from a couple little songs, but 
seeing them and I'm like, who the hell are these people? Like, why do I care? And then I just see people like, like every day, like, you know, the normal blogs you probably read on Instagram or whatever. You'll see them keep posting them consistently. So finally you get to the point where you're like, okay, well, let me see what the fuck is like the fascination with these people. Like, why do they have to talk about them? What is the, what's the purpose? And I keep hearing, oh, she beat him up. He beat her up. They're beating each other's families up. Like, I'm like, what the hell is it? Like, what is going on here? Somebody get them like some, some boxing gloves and get them a deal or something. Cause at this point. <laughs> right. That the celebrity death match still out? Like they need to do something. I don't know. Right. But it... it's it's crazy. It <clears throat> it's crazy that he's more known for like this than his music. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. And it really truly is like I said, it's just it is a toxic level. It's like I just literally see people glorify toxic relationships. And like, you know, that's I don't believe in glorifying toxicity, but I can say that I even I fall victim of it. There's a couple people who I talked to this year and you mm-hmm. know we have cursed each other out and we have tried to play that who can play that game thing. Like I ain't calling him, you ain't calling me. Right. Trying to play who can one up each other. So I definitely know what it is and stuff like that. I'm like, it's, but it, it is crazy. Like I said, I'm not glorifying toxicity, but I definitely know a lot of people are out here playing a damn game. I'm just going to say that. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Um, do you want to mention any other accomplishments or should we go into aspirations for 2023? Um. <sighs> No, I wouldn't really say any more accomplishments. I guess I could just go here into the aspirations. Aspirations. I was trying to think, because I feel like so much, because you know what's so funny? A year goes so quick, but it's a lot happens. And it's like, you can't remember everything. Like I just remembered something that you didn't even say. I don't even know if you want to share that, but I was just like, you know, I'm just going to say it. But the fact that you paid off your car. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, right. free, yeah. bitch, okay? I can't. I can't. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't think about a lot of these things that, that take place, you know, you know, during the year, because so much goes on, so much happens. Ugh, child. <laughs> right, you don't. You, you tend to not really think about these things because you're just like you said there's so much going on and stuff but yes I did I got that taken care of I'm so happy that that has happened and right you know I was able to achieve you know yeah taking care of the car and um yeah you know that was that was that definitely was a highlight I was actually shocked because I'm like you know it takes everybody knows like you know the commitment to having a car note is like painful <laughs> right right Right, so if you could pay that bitch off early, you'd be like, yes, bitch. I'm trying to pay this bitch off early. Right, absolutely. Right, right. Um, So what I was going to say, because, you know, people always say New Year's resolutions. I don't typically believe in resolutions, but some things that I want to implement for 2023 for sure is I want to um, definitely be more present in people's lives. Because I feel like a lot of the times, like, I don't... Like, there's one friend... Hey, Jerry. 
Um, I, haven't seen her, <laughs> I haven't seen her in so long. And we keep saying, we're going to do something. We're going to schedule. We're going to schedule. And then something happens and then we have to cancel. And there's so many people that I want to see and just hang out and make sure I check up on. So I want to make sure that I'm doing that more. Even though I feel like I'm pretty good at doing it, but there's some people that I kind of just, they fall to the back because, <laughs> you know, they don't check on me, so I don't check on them. But I definitely want to do a better job of uh, checking on people and making sure everyone is okay. And I also want to um, just make healthier choices when it comes to like like what I'm eating, like as far as exercising and who I'm even allowing into my space. And because I feel like I want to be able to to elevate. You know what I mean? I want to keep going up, 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 up. Right. And the only way to do that is to su- su- surround yourself with like-minded individuals. And I don't want to be with anybody that's, you know, stuck in 2017 talking about, oh, bitch, remember that? No, uh-uh. uh-uh. You know, it's good to reminisce, but bitch, you need to come on up here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what's going on. <laughs> so if you're still back there, I can't fuck with you. And a lot of people, I think tend to be in the same spot. And I feel like if you're in the same spot, I just can't do it with you no more. I can't. You know what I mean? So there's not a lot of people that I know like that, but it's a few that I that I can think off the top of my head. I'm not going to say your name, so don't worry about it. But a few of y'all need to come on up and catch catch up. Come on up. Right. Stop having babies. Stop calling, asking for diapers. Bitch, what is going on? You've been having kids since 2016. You should not need to keep asking me for diapers. I'm sorry. Right. Stop fucking these broke people, men. <laughs> men. Right. Just don't lay with a nigga who can't take care of your baby, honey. Right. Hello. <laughs> and if he right. can't take care of your baby, you should be able to take care of it yourself. Right. And you, even though you shouldn't have to, but I do feel like that's important when you're making some of these decisions. But that's a whole other topic. Anyway, yeah. we'll let you tell you what you're what you're looking forward to in 2023. Um, I just I don't know. I think for 2023, I'm just looking forward to uh, I don't know. I guess more life. I think that this was a great year for me uh, to kind of learn some things that I wasn't because I feel like. Like I said, I like I, I, how I talked about just a couple minutes ago how I felt like 2021 was a year of terrible loss and tragedy. Right. But 2020 to me is where everything started for everybody as right. far as like mental health and, uh, you know, just people losing things. It started from 2020. So I felt like this year was a great build up year for me. I felt like there was still so much more I wanted to do. I got to accomplish some things, but I felt like there was much more I wanted to do. So I think what I need to now see is that, okay, this was a great step in the right direction, but now I just want to go full force, full speed ahead. Like I need to get back to where I was before things took a tragic turn. I need to finally like now do a continuance, a conclusion. So I want to, you know, finish, uh, finish up with writing my uh, story because I, was in the process of writing my story and, you know, trying to do that. So I want to finish that up and I want to, um, I just want, I, I do, I just want to, you know, just do things that 
I know that I'm capable of doing. So I just want, I want to do more of that. Just like, like I said, just do the, you know, sell a story, do uh, maybe possibly look into doing better things towards leading towards uh, being a homeowner eventually. And, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, finally getting an LLC or something. It's finally starting a business. So I want to really do something that has my stamp of approval. And, you know, cause I don't really, you know, a nine to five bores me. I'm like Kent little Kim with that. <laughs> <laughs> a nine to five bores me. Truly do. Not everybody's meant for a nine to five. They're really not. I agree. I agree. It's, it's definitely stone age and it's not, it's, it's not fun. Right. We shouldn't be wasting our talent or even our youth, as I'll still say, because I'm like, you know, child, still, still in my prime. Don't, don't get it twisted. Hello. <laughs> I was like, but I don't want to waste the rest of what I do know is still my youth on doing stuff that does not make me happy. And I, that's what I'm learning. Like, I'm not going to do anything that does not make me happy or doesn't fulfill me. Right. Right. That makes sense. And I love that. And let these bitches know you can still suck dick upside down without choking. Are you gonna, bitches love the four bitches <laughs> old, okay? <laughs> I cannot. That's 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 what the message I was trying to convey, but you know. <laughs> but no, that makes a lot of sense. And I think like you said, even to bring this up really quickly, I was watching I don't know if you watched it, the Angie Martinez and Kim Kardashian interview. No. So I did watch it and one part that they were talking about was the fact that they were both looking to hire. I think Angie was going to hire like a paid intern and Kim was looking to hire like a new person to run something. And the person, both of them said how the person came into the interview and basically was telling them that these are not, this is the hours that they're not willing to work. And they had all of these different type of, <sighs> I guess the restrictions in their schedule where they were not available. And she was like, you know, when we were coming up, that's not how it was. You needed to be available 24-7 pretty much. And they both agreed with each other. And I was just like, you know, that just goes to show you that this is a new time. Like, people are not playing about their time. And oh, if no. my time is valuable, I'm not slaving for you. Nope. That's not what's fucking happening. No, that's what's like the Generation Z, definitely them. Right. They don't believe, like, they feel like if they're not, what's the call, like, What's the call? If they're not satisfied with something, they definitely are like leaving the job. If they're not right. staying, they're like, I'm gone. Like, I'm not staying here. Like, no. I'm, goodbye. Right. That's I'm going to get definitely. another job. Right. I'm going to give me another job. I'm going to start this. I might go start my own thing. Da da da. They definitely be on it. And I definitely admire their generation. If I can honestly say, it, I'm like, oh, I can actually respect them for that. Like, mm-hmm. why stay somewhere where you're unhappy or you feel like you're not being treated properly or you just treated like another number? You know, when I think about it, I kind of started that. A lot of my friends will say, because that bitch Drew would quit a job one, two, <laughs> I damn sure would. I would I, I'm t- I, I can't do this no more. And I would quit. I would just quit the job because I couldn't do it anymore. And I feel like once I start working for the IRS, every position I've held thus far, besides the one that I'm currently in, have been okay. This has been the most stressful position that I've been in since I've worked for the IRS. Mm. And I'm like, shout, it's time to get out. (laughs) It's time to get out. Because I feel like I would be at so much more peace if I was just in a different position. Mm, That makes sense. That's probably why I ain't quit yet. You so this. (laughs) Uh, I have your Jordan moment. 
I might just snatch my scarf off from my red suit and be like, <laughs> you won't break my soul. You're so damn stupid. I can't. <laughs> it's just have a joyous time. All right. I'm, I'm really look. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to the new year. I think it's, I feel like the new year always starts. It's like, for some reason, I, I'm going to say this, even though I hate to say it, but I feel like within the first three days of the new year, something to say, the new year is already starting off wrong. It happens every fucking year, okay? Bad shit happens every day, okay? So things just cannot be great and rainbows and fucking flowers all the time, okay, people? But I feel like the new year is coming. I think we just have to take it and say, let's just do it and try to be better this year than we were last year. That's all we can really do. And if that just, even if that's just you moving an inch, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to just move an inch. But as long as you're just moving, don't stay in the same place that you was in the prior year. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you get an increase in your job. Hopefully you're quitting your job and you're starting your LLC like CJ said, or you're trying to do something with yourself just to, you know, give, give yourself value, you know? Even if it's right. like you taking an extra vacation for 2023, do what you right. got to do. Right. Absolutely right. Do what you have to do for yourself. Like I said, that's also a form of self-care. Exactly. So, you know, what you got to do for yourself. And like you said, um, I, I did want to I, I elaborate a little bit off of that too, what you had said earlier that um, cause I'm, I'm terrible at that. Like, I know you definitely are really good with that, with reaching out to people. I'm terrible at it. You know, people who know me, like, know that I'm <laughs> terrible with reaching out. Usually if a per if I'm talking to somebody, it's because they probably called me. I literally tell everybody that cause everybody's like, Oh, you didn't call me. I didn't, I haven't heard from you. It's been, de-. I'll be like, listen, I don't call anybody. If anybody talks to me, it's because they called me. I'm just being honest here or something. Like I don't call people. I really don't. I just like. I'm not even a big phone person. I just like my phone literally be like, I'm usually either on t- TikTok or Twitter. Like, mm. that's where you're gonna find me. Like, rarely like that. But for the most the part, only, I don't. The only bitch I know that he, he frequently calls is me. I will say that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's like the only person I rarely frequently call is Drew. And of course, like my mother. Stuff right. Like but like, what's the call? Like, other than that, Oh, I'm sorry, Drew's mom, too. I apologize. But yeah, like, what's the call? Like, what's the call? Like, other than that, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm chilling. I don't really care about being on the phone. Like, it's nothing personal to people. It just is like, I just don't really care about it or care for it and stuff. Now, that's bad. Like I said, I do. And that's why I said, even spending time with people, I'm just, I'm just like, sometimes in life, especially when we get as old as adults, we're just thinking about how we navigate our own lives and how we're going to do things our ways and stuff. Right. We don't find the proper balance, and that's what I want to try to find, like how to properly balance everything. Uh, balance visiting family, visiting friends, balance my dating life, balance my work life, balance my hustles. Like I just really have to try to balance everything. Right, and and you'll succeed. I feel like as long as you have that in mind, like you want to balance, like you said, you'll succeed because that you know, okay, I have to balance everything. I have to juggle everything. Right. Know? So we're, everyone's going to do well. I think we're going to all do extremely well, I should say. And if not, you just dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, right. 
do that. So I can't believe I'm about to end the podcast for 2022. This is the last episode of 2022. And I want to thank everybody for listening. And if you shared it, if you listened to it twice, I appreciate it. Um, if you sent me any type of emails or messages, I appreciate you. I, I, I appreciate all the critiques and, oh, you should have asked this or you should have done that. I, I definitely appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. And I take those notes into consideration. And, um, you know, hopefully I can elevate the podcast a little bit. And, our elevation. Right. And, you know, I, I'm going to make this announcement here, but I do, <laughs> but I do have another podcast coming with an old friend. That's um, all. Huh? That's all. Yeah. So me and Quality decided to do a podcast together. So I'm not going to yes. end this podcast, but it is going to be a separate podcast that you guys can listen to. And we're actually trying to work on um, it being a video podcast. Yes. Because you know he thinks the people needs to see our beautiful faces. Yeah, visuals. So that should be coming soon in 2023. And what else? 2023. Um, yes. Also, also for those who know, I have a very. I only did like four episodes, y'all. But I have a <laughs> podcast called "You Don't Have to Be Rude." Um, I do. Amazing plan on giving y'all because that was part A. I do plan on giving y'all part B or duh as I like to call uh, part <laughs> duh. <laughs> part duh uh, should actually start um, in January and stuff like that. So you guys like definitely look out for that. Come on, duh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So before we head out, you want to leave with any final words for the people? Um. Yeah, just keep laughing, keep loving, uh, keep working on yourselves. Like I said, I know I'm not the only work in progress. So right. for the rest of you work in progress is out there who know you're going through the same thing. Just work on taking care of yourself and just know that um, if they don't got you, I got you and God got you. So, yes. Uh, come on now. <laughs> and I'm going to end it with be responsible Wear condoms. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, be safe during the new year because I know a lot of people like to drink and get drunk. Please have you a buddy because, you know, there's so many people like within the black community that go missing. And when you look at the numbers, it's like crazy how many black people just disappear off the face of this earth. So I always feel like, please have a buddy system. That sounds a little crazy because we're so like, adults. Right. <laughs> but Please, if you're going to go out and drink and you're going to be belligerently drunk, have somebody that you know that's going to be at least somewhat sober where they can help you get back to where you need to get to. And I'm wishing you guys all the best in 2023. I hope whatever you're looking to achieve comes true. And I'm hoping... Um, Didn't get that. Oh, oh, my watch is listening. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. Okay. Gotcha. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it. And I thank you guys for listening to Drew Presents. And I will catch you guys in 2023. All right, y'all. It's been real. Adios. Signing off. Yes.